This is Blue Zoo Bird, presented by KT, a show dedicated to pet enthusiasts. Here's your host, Frank Reese. Welcome to Blue Zoo Bird, presented by KT. Appreciate everybody joining us wherever you may be. We are downloadable 24-7 on podcasts.com, SoundCloud, Spotify, also um, iTunes. I think they're making iTunes go away at some point, but we're still there. And uh, Blue Zoo Networks and BlueZooBird.com. As always, uh, we try to bring you the movers and shakers of the industry and we're going to do that when we come back from a real quick break from KT. We're going to be on with Chanel Mullins. At KT, we know pets are part of the family. We believe in the incredible connection between people and their pets. That's why we are dedicated to providing the highest quality foods, habitats, and accessories to assure your pet's health and happiness. We create products you can trust because like you, we have a passion for pets. For over 150 years, the experts at KT have put their hearts into everything they do, establishing KT early on as an innovator in small animal and pet bird nutrition and care. KT is at the heart of healthy, happy pets. Well, we obviously uh, didn't disappoint her the first time, so we're bringing her on a second time. She's a glutton for punishment. She is Chanel Mullins, the club president for the Parrot Society of the Palm Beaches. Hey, Chanel, welcome back. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you taking some time as always. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you for having me again. I, I'd like to know, to kick things off, um, since you're a club president of a big club, what kind of uh, birds do you have, per se? I have two. I have a I have Rio, the Goffin's Cockatoo, and LaRue, the Green Wing Macaw. So did you get them young or you rescue them? How'd you do that? I did get them young. I got Rio as a five-month-old. He was my first, my first big bird, um, and then um, I got Larue from somebody local in Florida as a baby. And um, yes, I've been their only owner, and I, I hope to be their only owner for as long as I can help it. And uh, yeah, they're my babies. When you, when you got them, were they already named, or did you name them? I named them. Okay. <laughs> Good. Just to make sure it's not like buying a boat that already has a, bo- a name on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, sometimes it is, but that's okay. Were you into birds as a kid? I was. I don't know where it started. I just, um, I just know that it just always was like that. <laughs> so, did your did your family have birds for pets? Nope. <laughs> no, we didn't. I think my mom put a. Um, one of those little talking parrot things in my crib. And I, I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but there's pictures of me as a little baby with this parrot in my crib. And gosh, that's, I, I don't ever remember a time when I wasn't fascinated with that. What, what would have happened if she put like a talking hippo in your crib or something? I, maybe I would have been on the hippo club. <laughs> that's a stupid question. Don't, don't answer that. It's stupid. <laughs> well, okay, okay. So that, that segues into the question. How, how do you get young people interested? Because obviously you didn't have them in your family, but you had an affinity for them very early on. And obviously you wanted to have them as a pet. Um, as a club president, are you trying at all to market or promote or, or, you know, sometimes drag some of the kids kicking and screaming into the hobby? (laughs) You know, I, I don't ever pressure people to come to the meetings. I have some of my best friends, you know, that are, 
that are um, interested in birds can't make it or, or are too busy to come. I think a lot of young people are, are, are busy, but I think the main thing is, I don't think that a bird is a common pet. So I don't think a lot of people, and you can put young people in this for sure, I don't think they know how to react to a bird's body language. And I think that scares a lot of people, especially I see a lot of my friends and people that are younger than me, they're scared of birds because they just don't know. They see this big beak and they think, oh my gosh, that can bite me and that can hurt me. And I just think that they're not familiar with a bird's body language. Interesting. So it's it's something that's new and you kind of have to get over that uh the newer aspect of it and maybe be, make them become a little uh, less nervous or less trepidation about it. Yeah, I think that when young people see that big beak, they think, oh my gosh, I'm going to get bit and I don't want, you know, dog is easier, dog doesn't bite. Well, maybe some do, but, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think that, um, I really think that they just, it, it just seems like a barrier and I think maybe they have bad past experiences so a lot of my friends will come over and they'll say oh you know i had a um i had an uncle with a bird and it flew into my thanksgiving mashed potatoes which is a true story so i don't like birds <laughs> okay well i'm sorry that happened or you know my my we grew up with a bird my mom had a bird it only liked her it used to chase me and bite me so i think that it, that's really what i hear i hear oh i had a bird or i I knew somebody that had a bird once and X bad experience happened. That's, I would say 95% of what I hear people that are trying to connect with me about birds. They all have negative experiences and that's, that's a shame. And I, I really do think that's a barrier for young people. No, it makes sense. Um, and it's sometimes the first impression isn't always the best if it's something that happens. That's not exactly ideal, right? Like mashed potatoes, even though I would find that very funny. Um, I, I think, and that's part of it. Maybe you, maybe the, the YouTube world has to, uh, you know, have more videos of, of funny events with birds and, and maybe have kids loosen up a little bit to get involved more with them. Yeah. I think that the internet has really actually helped with this because the internet is able to show so many positive sides of bird ownership and maybe, maybe too many positive sides and not enough negative, but that's a different topic. But Definitely a lot of the positive sides are now being shown. And so, you know, I'm part of a lot of silly Facebook groups for birds. And I do see a ton of young people interested in birds on there. I really do. So, I mean, people say, oh, young people aren't interested in, in birds. But I do have young people in my club. And I, and I do think, no, it's not for everybody. But I do think that there are definitely new people coming in all the time. Um, I think one of the things that you can do to combat that negative experience or what I try to do when I have my friends over. Um, I always talk about setting up your birds for success, right? So you want to put the environment in a way that you set it up for your birds to be successful. And what I mean by that is giving them the opportunity to be successful. So I teach my birds silly party tricks like a wave or to put their wings out um, or to even turn around in a circle or to throw a ball, right? Silly little party tricks. But what those tricks do is they show people that come and visit your house, oh my gosh, that's so cute. Look at that bird's not flying in my mashed potatoes. It's not chasing me and biting me. It's throwing a ball or it's waving. And I say, hey, 
here's a treat, friend. Do this little hand signal, do the little wave hand signal and say wave and my bird will wave for you. And they go, really? Yeah, go ahead. And they go, you know, wave to my bird and my bird will wave for them. And I say, you know, just hand them the treat. And they're so amazed that the bird did the trick for them. But it's really simple to get your bird used to doing the trick with you. And then it knows, oh, I do this trick. I get a treat. You can replicate that with your friends that come over, your bird illiterate uh, friends and neighbors, and then they can hopefully have a positive experience with your bird. And um, I mean, I had I had a friend's kid come over with the same thing. I said, look, we can recall the bird. You can hold out your arm and the bird can fly to you. And he was so excited about that. He's a high schooler and he decided to volunteer at a parent um sanctuary and ended up adopting a parrot so yeah i mean in just in that one instance you know i got someone young interested in birds so i've had a really big success with teaching silly party tricks and having your friends replicate them then they have a positive experience to talk about well it also helps that you get it i mean you you understand it you you know you you understand um how to maybe break some of the barriers to get to talk to them. And that's good. I, you know, demonstration and showing somebody's in visual is a heck of a lot better than just sitting there telling them, right? Yeah, exactly. And then they can really take that positive experience and, and hopefully talk to other people about it, or at least not perpetuate that, you know, birds are crazy and they fly everywhere on your mashed potatoes, which <laughs> I mean, some do, but. <laughs> she is Chanel Mullins. Chanel, how can uh, people find out more about what you've got going on at the Parrot Society of the Palm Beaches? They can always find me on Facebook at Parrot Society of the Palm Beaches um, or at Parrot Society PB. If you search Parrot Society of the Palm Beaches, I'll come up. And they can always email me at uh, ParrotSocietyPB at gmail.com. All right. She's three years plus running as club president. Um, I'm not really sure how many more years you are going to do it, but we got to take advantage while you're there. So I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for all the knowledge and uh, all the best down in Florida. If you ever need something, give me a call. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Chanel. That is Chanel Mullins, the president, club president for Parrot Society of the Palm Beaches. Make sure to check her out on Facebook and her club. It's Parrots Society. Uh, This show, as always, has been presented by KT. Go to kt.com for all needs that you have to uh, check up on on the bird world. Thanks for listening. I want to thank Chanel Mullins for coming on. Always a great guest. Until next time, see you later.